Whether you are adding another child into your home or you have several kids that you are just trying to keep happy and help them feel loved, this is for you. We all feel loved in different ways. Kids are the same. They each need something different. And each child in a family are all going to need different things in order to feel loved. So how do you navigate this all? It can be hard. You may feel like you are doing everything right. Then your kids say something like, you love her more than me. Or why do you love the baby more than you love me? Or maybe it's more subtle cues like acting out when it's out of the norm. Or being more clingy and you just can't understand why. You aren't failing. It's easy to feel that way and let mom guilt creep in, but you aren't. Maybe you just need to adjust your methods a little. So that's what we're talking about today. Tune in to hear how you can help your children feel more loved without taking more effort on yourself when you have no more to give. Hey mama, welcome to Restored Mama. Do you wish your days didn't go by in a blur because you are so busy? Ready to kill it as a homeschool mom trying to juggle home, family, and business as well? Does it feel like you're just trying to survive the day until you put your kids to bed? Do you need a time management strategy to balance it all? Hey, I'm Jen. I too was a mom that was trying to do it all but accomplishing nothing. I too felt worn out and drained and wished for freedom and balance in my life. I wanted to enjoy life and live out the calling God placed on me, but I kept telling myself life was always going to be this busy and I would never escape being that hot mess mom who lost her identity to motherhood until I found structure and time management strategies that actually work. In this podcast, you will find ways to prioritize to help you balance it all, learn habits to bring ease in your day, God-centered conversations to help you focus on what is really important and ways to enjoy motherhood so that you will be able to go to bed feeling accomplished and loving life again. Warm up that cold coffee, kick up your feet. You deserve a break. I would love to hear how Restored Mama has helped you. Hop on to where you listen to the podcast and leave a quick five-star review to tell me what has benefited you the most and get the chance to have your review read on an episode. How cool would that be? R. Alejandro wrote, Called to Greatness. Jennifer, I love your show. I love how you remind us that we are called to greatness. Thank you for that reminder. God does want to use us in such great ways, doesn't he? You're a new fan and fellow podcaster, Rosie, of the Intentional Christian Woman Podcast. Thank you, Rosie. I love hearing how it has helped you to listen to Restored Mama. Because that is my whole goal. I want to help you to be able to live out your calling because you are called to greatness. Anything I can do to help you, let me know. Send me an email, hop on and leave a review. I want to hear it. All right. Being back at the snow sleep stage with Caleb. Oh, I'm exhausted. It reminds me of bringing home that newborn. They're so beautiful. And it's such a special moment. The whole family is in awe, including the older siblings. And then two weeks-ish later, the excitement's worn off. The older sibling realizes that the attention they had gotten before is diminished. And now they're going to have to share you and eventually share their stuff. It's not so exciting for them anymore. (laughs) Of course, they still love their little sibling. The love is there, but they are a child. And as generous as they may be, There is still those little emotions of loss that can happen, and they can manifest in multiple different types of actions and feelings when we least expect it. It was hard for Georgia once the newness of James wore off. She still loved him dearly, but for her, she was a bit older, so I had her help me more. There were more things that she needed to do. There were still many moments that she loved helping, but 
there were moments I could tell it was really hard for her. She had to share me. A lot has happened for her in just a couple years. She got a stepdad, two older sisters. She moved and had her own room. She no longer shared a room with me. When I was a single mom, we had a one-bedroom apartment and shared the room. And then she got a little brother that took up even more time. It was a lot for her in a very short amount of time. She handled it so well, but there were moments I could tell she was having a really hard time. And then once Caleb was born, she was used to the new dynamic and she stepped into her big sister role once more very smoothly this time around. When Caleb came into the family, the big adjustment was for James. He wasn't used to being an only child. He had older siblings, but he was used to being the youngest and getting mama when he needed her. That was the transition for him. He definitely stepped into his big brother role enthusiastically. He was really excited, but he still needed his mama time. My boys are mama's boys, and I love it. Any other boy moms out there that they are mama's boys through and through, I adore it. But with all my kids needing their special mom time, I had to figure out a way to do that and get all the kids what they needed without putting too much pressure and stress on myself. I was already navigating adding this new little baby into my family. And I'm sure you've been there, and maybe you're there now. Whether you're just adding a new little bundle of joy into your family, or you are struggling with making sure all your kids get what they need from you, when your time seems to be less and less these days, I have two huge tips to do just that. It doesn't matter what stage you're in, whether you are in that newborn stage, or your kids are a little bit older and you're just trying to figure this out because you're realizing they're not getting exactly what they need. Well, tip one is going to be huge. And I've talked about this in little snippets on other episodes, but I want to dive in deeper today. It's love languages. We all have our own love languages, including your children. Do you know your child's love language? There are five main love languages, and it's the same five, no matter the age, and they are manifested and needed in each person a little differently. We have gifts, words of affirmation, physical touch, acts of service, and quality time. Gifts think presents, like the kids that are the most excited on Christmas morning when they have their presents. And ever kid's excited, but the kids that are just overly joyous for those presents, that might be one of their love languages. Words of affirmation. It's like, talk to me and give me encouragement. I want to be praised for every little thing I do. And then physical touch. They're the ones who need the cuddle and hugs the most. Acts of service. They're the kids who are like, please do it for me. Not just because they're lazy, but because they really need to know that they're loved by seeing you do something special for them. And then there's quality time. Like, look at this. Look at me. Come here. Come here. Mama, look. Mama, look. Come do this with me. Come sit down with me. That's the quality time. Everyone feels loved in different ways. You may feel loved when someone gets you a thoughtful gift, but when I get a thoughtful gift, I'm appreciative. I feel special and thankful, but it's not the way I feel loved. I'm not going to feel loved because you give me a gift. I like it and I really do appreciate it and I enjoy getting gifts, but that's definitely not a love language. You may hate hugs and cuddles and (laughs) just say, oh, get away from me. I love you, but I need my space. But I need the hugs and cuddles. 
I may be having a difficult time and all I need is a hug and I'm feeling better. Or I want my kids to jump and snuggle all over me in my personal space and you may not want them there at all. See, everyone needs something different. Have you sat to examine what it is that your kids need? If you can learn what your kids need, it's going to be a lot less effort for you to make them feel like they're getting what they need from you. Let's face it, the more kids you have, the less time you have. If you can devote half the amount of time to one child and make them feel twice the love from you, that's the way to do it. It's not that we don't want to spend time with our kids. It's just that we have too many kids to be able to spend a lot of time with them individually. Say your child feels loved when they have words of affirmation from you, but you don't know that. So you're getting her gifts or doing acts of service for her, but she doesn't feel loved from you because she isn't getting those words of affirmation that she so desperately is craving. So you're spending more time and effort to help her feel loved. And she's acting out because she isn't getting what she needs from you and doesn't feel like you love her. And you're just struggling because she's acting out. You can't figure out why. Your other kids are starving for attention because they need the quality time from you. But you have no time because you have your housework. You have your chores. You have work. You have battling with this child that's struggling. It's just a vicious cycle. A lot of that could be resolved if you knew that she needed to hear those words of affirmation and that praise from you. Then she would feel loved. You wouldn't need to spend the extra time doing damage control for her acting out because she doesn't feel loved, and you would have more time for the other kids who need the quality time to feel loved. Do you see how the cycle goes? Knowing your child's love language can save so much energy, time, tears from everyone when they feel loved the way that they need. Each child is different. So how do you determine their love language? I want you to look for patterns and observe their behaviors. Do they want to come up and cuddle each morning and night? Like they need that cuddle morning and night. Not just they're tired and they want to lay there, but they actually need that. Or when they're struggling, do they gravitate towards hugs and physical attention from you? Like curling up with a blanket, laying on your shoulder. They may need that physical touch. Or maybe they're constantly saying things like, you never sit and read with me anymore. Or if they're younger and can't vocalize that. They may be constantly coming to you and grabbing your hand to pull you away from what you're doing and want you to be on the floor with them or just sitting there with them. They probably need quality time with you. Do they bring home gifts for you each time that they leave the house like a flower that they found and they picked it because they thought of you or a rock they thought was just amazing and they wanted to give it to you as a gift? They may need gifts to feel loved because that's what they're demonstrating to you that they love you. Are they constantly seeking praise for the smallest things that they do? They probably need words of affirmation. My husband, Johnny, and Georgia have been butting heads a lot lately. He's trying his hardest, and he really wants to show her that he loves her, but he just can't seem to make progress with her. I've been observing, trying to figure out what was going on, and I realized that he hasn't been communicating in her love language. She needs words of affirmation, like, big time words of affirmation. And she also needs physical touch. But words of affirmation is the biggest thing that she needs to be able to feel loved. She wasn't getting that from him. Once he started communicating with words of affirmation, even if he was saying the same thing that he would say before, just adding that positive add a girl sentence in there, her reaction was night and day difference. She would constantly tell me when I would ask her why she was treating him so disrespectfully, she'd say, I don't know. 
He's always mad at me. He doesn't seem like he loves me. Even though that wasn't the case, that's the impression she got. Because she has a 10-year-old mind, and she only knows love in certain ways. That was hard to hear, because I know he loves her so much. She wasn't getting what she needed to feel love. He would show love in so many ways, but she needed the words of affirmation to really feel it. Once she started getting that, the entire dynamic changed. On a funny note there, (laughs) now... When we will praise James for doing something well, like he picked up his toys when he was asked, Georgia will chime in. I helped. I did it too. She wants the praise, even if it really has nothing to do with her. It's pretty funny to watch, but that just shows how much she needs those words of affirmation. What does your child need to feel loved? If you can pinpoint that, I can guarantee some of those difficult dynamics in your home will start to shift. Okay, the second thing is quality time. I know quality time is one of the love languages, but every child needs this, whether it's their love language or not. If it's their love language, they'll probably just need more of it. So how do you give quality time when they're all needing so much from you and you have so many other things you're responsible for? You are just feeling pulled in all different directions. You have so many kids. How do you give each of them quality time? To start, if you're giving them what they need to feel loved, they won't need your quality time all day long. Quality time is just that. It's about quality, not quantity. I'm going to say that again because that's huge. It is about quality, not quantity. You could be spending all your waking hours with your child and maybe none of them could be classified as quality time. It's not about the amount. It's about what you do with the amount of time you spend. Sitting playing on the floor with them while they play and you're on your phone or reading or even doing something else, not paying attention to them, but you're sitting there, you're next to them, so you think that's fine. Well, that's not quality time. When you're spending quality time, your phone is put away, maybe even on silent. You're actually engaged. You're interacting with them, with your full focus on them. That is quality time. So how do you get quality time with your child when you can't even do what you're supposed to get done in a day? Surprise! Yes, schedule. You schedule it in. As you're planning out your week each day, find a chunk of time that you can devote to your children where you know that you won't be missing a work call or you know that you can be fully focused on them instead of other things. Make sure it's a time that you can totally devote to them without thinking about all these other things. It doesn't have to be long, even just 20 minutes where you're focused on them. And be honest with them. Let them know you want this quality time with them and you have until blank time that you're going to be fully theirs. Then think of ways in the day that you can incorporate them. Can your kids come in the kitchen and help you cook dinner or lunch if you're at home? Being in the kitchen and engaged with them is a great way to spend quality time with them. And they'll learn how to cook. Just make sure you're focused on them and cooking, not something else going on. Don't have the TV going in the background. Don't have other random things happening. Make sure you're focused on them while you're cooking. It doesn't have to be a huge extravagant plan for your quality time with your kids. They don't need fancy and elaborate. They just need you. There are so many things that our kids need, but the most important of them is you. 
God made you their mama, and he gave you just what you need to be the mom that they need. Don't try to be anyone else or anything else. You are just what they need. So don't forget about that as you're thinking about their love languages and what they need to feel loved. As you're thinking about how to spend that quality time with them, don't force it. Don't turn it into something elaborate and extravagant. Just be you. You're just what they need. And don't forget it. All right, mama, you got this. Go show your kiddos love. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you liked the episode, please take a moment to leave a review. This helps to get Restored Mama out there into the world to help more mamas like you find the joy and freedom in the restoration God has waiting for them. If you liked Mama's show, leave a review. It will help her get seen. I would love to hear your story, where you're at, and what you're hoping to learn and gain from Restored Mama. Send me an email at restoredmamapodcast.gmail.com to fill me in on your journey. I can't wait to hang out with you again next time. Until then, I hope this has blessed you today, and I can't wait to see what God is going to do in your life.